0: Welcome into to Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. As I've gotten older, I've tried, in some areas of my life, I've become more cynical when it comes to sports and things that happen inside of sports. And in some ways, I've become more hopeful. A little bit more romantic and sometimes a little teary-eyed when it comes to stories. I've been thinking about doing this podcast for a couple weeks. And then when Deshaun Watson got his extension, it, um, it spurred me on to, to want to do it more. So you ever think about people always talk about the idea that one person has the opportunity to touch so many people. I remember a quote from Tupac where he's discussing his impact and he's saying, I'm going to spark the brain that changes the world. I hope there's still time for that. (laughs) I hope that he did spark someone's brain that ends up changing the world for for better. Do you know the story and the connection between Warg Dunn and Deshaun Watson? It's a fascinating story. So let me give you some of the backstory and then I'll explain why this is the type of story that gives me hope, gets me a little weepy. Warg Dunn grew up in a house with five siblings and a single mom. And they never had a home. They always were in apartments. And, you know, there are a lot of families that that live that way. His mother was shot and killed. And because he was the oldest son, he felt it was important to, to try and help raise his siblings alongside his grandmother and he was one of the people that identified his mother's body and it resonated with him. Dunn goes on to to play at Florida state. He goes to play in the NFL for a really long time and he never forgets that part of it, what it was like to be the child of a single mother, what, how hard it was of a journey for her. And he decides that he's going to try and be the change. So he creates a foundation. And the the goal behind the foundation is to help single parents, specifically single mothers, to get into homes so that they can get themselves on the path of being homeowners, have their own property, have space, try to have a safe space for their children to grow up. As I'm recording this, they've put almost 200 families into homes across the country. 171 of them, I think, have been single moms, and then the other three have been single dads. It's pretty crazy that he would make it his goal to try and help children that were in the same Situation that he was families that were in the same situation that his family was in when he was coming up. It's an honorable pursuit, and I I think it's one of the best stories in the NFL where you're seeing a player and now a former player. Take it upon himself to. Try and make the world a better place in doing it one family at a time with Habitat for Humanity and them helping build things out. Here's where the connection comes in. Maybe you've seen the story, maybe you haven't. It's really remarkable. One of those families that Warwick Dunn helped out was Deshaun Watson's family. He was living in an apartment. He and his family were living in an apartment in an area that wasn't great. Deshaun has described it as playing football with gangsters and drug dealers. And they ended up moving to, to Gainesville, Georgia. And they got a home. And work Dunn was the person that helped them get their home. At the time, I think Deshaun was 11. At the time, you're not thinking, oh, well, here's a guy who's going to go on and become one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, who's going to go on and be one of the best citizens in the NFL. War Dunn's not thinking that. He's thinking, oh, here's a family that needs a place to stay, needs a place to settle, and boom, here you are. This has lasting impact. On Deshaun Watson, how he was going to grow up or the path that he saw himself growing up in versus what he ended up doing. He gets to this new neighborhood. He gets involved in, in, in football, in the neighborhood. He becomes one of the best players in the Atlanta area, one of the top recruits in the country. He ends up going to Clemson. At Clemson. He becomes like the poster child for Habitat for Humanities and the Clemson students and players are out there building a home for people in the offseason. Then he gets drafted. And one of the things that. When you start talking about like the concept of character, when you're talking about character for drafting players, it's clear that this guy's character is off the charts. So he, he's a rookie now, you know, he he goes to Houston and Hurricane Harvey hits. It was devastating for the people in the, the Houston area. And the idea and the concept of him being displaced, like I think that he understood that as well as anybody understood it. And so, with the help of the organization, because by that point you you've signed a signing bonus, you you have deals. Like he had some advertisers that he was working with at that point. I'm sure that there was money through like EA, like all all sorts of stuff. Being a first round pick, you've got some money in the bank. When the first game checks come around, NFL players get paid throughout the season. It's not like us where you're getting paid every two weeks for 52 weeks. They get paid every week for the 17 weeks of the season, and then, you know, there's the negotiated postseason salary, like that sort of thing. Game checks are really important to NFL players, as you can probably imagine. It's part of the reason that back in 2011, they were taken advantage of in the collective bargaining agreement because there needed to be more guys who were saving their money and getting ready for the fact that there was going to be some labor strife. Watson sees the women that work in the the cafeteria at their facility in Houston. And as you can imagine, like the players go in there, like they they got to eat, but someone's got to help take care of them. He donated his first game check back in 2017 to those women because he knew that they were in a similar place than what he was when he was displaced as a young man. This is from the Texans website. This is the moment when it happens.
1: I feel good. I'm excited to do a little surprise. Uh, for the cafeteria ladies, that's been helpful for all of us, so, it's gonna be cool. Hey, hey, how are y'all? Hello. For what y'all do for us every day, and never complain, I really appreciate y'all, so I wanted to give my first game check to y'all to help y'all out, some type of way, so, uh, here you guys go. Thank you so much. No problem. Oh. Can I give you no a problem. hug? Yeah. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you guys. I appreciate y'all. No much. problem. Hopefully that helped. <laughs> Shouldn't be. So hopefully that's that's good though. It helps you get you back on your feet and anything else y'all need, I'm always here to help. So no problem. No problem. Thank you.
0: Yes, it's manufactured. The team helps put this thing together. They put it out, but the sentiment of his giving is it's wonderful. Like the idea of, well, here's something that I can do. I can help out. Like, I don't need the money. I can help these women. This money will do more for them than it will for me. But the idea of him grasping that concept as a rookie in the NFL while he's worried about everything else, I think is incredible. So he got emotional when he signed his deal, a four-year deal worth, what, $160 million. And I want to share that with you, too. And the crazy part is they brought in Dabo, they brought in his high school coach at the Zoom press conference, and they brought in his family to share in that moment. Check this out. Thank you, coach. We'll finish up with the Watson family.
1: Your mama's so proud of you and for what you have become. And uh, we know God gonna keep doing great things in your life. And you just live, honey, and be happy and accept whatever he bring your way and just keep going. And we just want you to know, we love you. Yes. There much. Yes. We love you. You know I love y'all too. Love you. Thank you, so thank you, fun. appreciate it. What's up, Junior? <laughs> Look at him. You like the camera.
0: So that was Deshaun's aunt who was talking for his mom. His mom has tongue cancer and she's blind, and it's been a real struggle for their family for a really long time. And I thought that was um, I thought that was really wonderful, really wonderful. The Texans outdid themselves with this press conference. I give them a lot of credit for that. And so what they did was they knew how emotional this was for Deshaun. So in the press conference, they were like, "We're going to take a break. We're going to be back in like 20 minutes, and then you can get on with the asking of questions." So let me go back. This was Deshaun talking about what it meant to him to get this contract and what it meant for him to have an opportunity to grow up and have the support of his family, of his neighborhood, of his coaches, and now of the Houston Texans.
1: And for me to be able to have that opportunity with a whole bunch of great other teammates, great coaching staff, great organization, and people up front, um, I want to be able to have that on my statue too. And um, that's what I've been working for. So, you know, to answer your question, I that was my last and least concern. You know, honestly, you know, growing up from where, I, where I'm from, um, there's not too many people to make it out. And so for them to, really, I mean, for them to just trust me, and it means the most so um that's the biggest thing the country i knew it was that was gonna take care of itself my biggest focus was the locker room and just my performance on the field because that's i mean that's been something that really just got me from all the negativity just really all the negative stuff that we had experience growing up. So, no, nah, that wasn't my biggest concern.
0: I mean, I know I'm putting you on a little bit of an emotional roller coaster with this episode. And I apologize. I just felt like you needed to have a spotlight on it. Because think about it. Think about the impact that one person can have. The great thing about this is you know that he's going to do something good with that money. You know that he's going to do whatever he can to continue to take care of his family. And you know that he's going to put that money into the community of Houston and probably into the community of Gainesville, Georgia and wherever else it might be needed. We need to celebrate the good sometimes, you know? Especially right now. We need to celebrate the good. Not that you needed another reason to cheer for Deshaun Watson. Because he seems like the full package. But if you needed one, here's another reason. Because of Warwick Dunn's life. He works to try and make other people's lives better. He has an impact on a young man named Deshaun Watson who's going to carry on that tradition. I'm going to spark the brain that changes the world. One person, one person can make a difference. Thanks for listening.